Hello, my sweet souls, and welcome to episode six of Fuck If I Know. And I am really excited to talk to you guys today about something a little bit different. It has been fabulous to go through all the money manifestation and mindset stuff with you over the last couple of episodes, but I'm ready to dive into some new shit with you. So this week we are talking about side hustles. We're going to talk about how to find them, what the fuck it is, how we monetize them, and how we finally take the leap from our full-time or part-time or casual jobs into our side hustle. And this is a question I get asked by people quite a lot as to how do I do it how do I find it and all of that so I thought fuck it just put in a podcast tell you how to do all the things so to begin with we're talking about how to find your side hustle now usually it's ideal to let an idea just kind of drop in for you uh, but we're not always always we are not always blessed with the luxury of just having ideas a pop in so the place that I usually get people to start when they're wanting to start a, a side hustle is to tell me what it is that interests them what are they curious about what are they kind of like, oh, I like this or what people do they follow or who, sorry, what people, which people do they follow on Instagram or Pinterest or TikTok or whatever it is uh, that interests them? What do they do? What is it about what they do that interests you? Usually, obviously, it's because they're self-employed and they're living their best life. And you're like, how the fuck do I get me some of that? Um, you know, but what is it, the elements? Is it photography? Is it a creative job? Is it service-based, like v- like becoming a VA? Or is it creating content for people? Is it social media management? Is it f- being your own florist, makeup artist, nannying? Whatever it is, whatever it is that interests you and what you find your attention pulled to the most. Something that frustrates people a lot when it comes to creating their side hustles, they get asked, what are you passionate about? And this used to really shit me as a question as well, because you're like, well, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what I'm passionate about. And you feel like a bit of a failure because you don't know what the fuck you're into. Um, And then a beautiful friend of mine suggested uh, what Liz Gilbert suggested so two two way string of bloody suggestions anyway uh that instead of trying to search for your passion is to search for your creativity and your curiosity so what is it that makes you curious and what out of your curiosity makes you creative right so curiosity is such a gentle word in comparison to passion it's like what are you curious about what piques your interest what fascinates you and go and follow that The thing I can say about creating a side hustle is that you don't want to focus straight up on how is it going to make me money because that's the quickest way to fucking absolutely ruin an idea. It's the quickest way to cock block you from having great ideas pop through because money is great. Obviously, I just spent three podcasts talking to you about how fucking great money is. But when it comes to a podcast, comes to a podcast, when it comes to a side hustle, we must focus on what it is and what brings us joy first and then the money is able to then flow to us more naturally after that and sometimes as well you don't know directly how the money is going to come in you know from your side hustle like I explained in the last podcast we don't want to focus on the how we want to focus on the what and the why because that way the universe is able to get uh, money to us and clients to us in weird and wonderful ways that we could never have anticipated so when I left my full-time job to jump into photography I'd already been done uh, doing it for a while uh which I'll dive into a little bit later in the podcast. But for me, I had to find the joy first and I had to enjoy the enjoy photography, enjoy the types of photography I was doing and just trust that the right money would come through when it was supposed to. And throughout my journey, it's chopped and changed a lot, um, even to wanting to become a coach and wanting to you know, work within the manifestation realm. I was like, how do you monetize this? How do you make money from it? And it's, again, not about that. That shouldn't be the first point. The first point is what can I do to help others? What service can value can I provide for them? And and then I allow the universe to jump in and tell me how it's going to make me money, right? I allow that to figure itself out later on. 
So this is by no means any very like <laughs> strategy focused, you know, really heavy business kind of chat. This is, you know, with, with me, it's all about the manifestation. It's all about the feels because that is how it's worked for me. And that is how I'm going to teach you how to do it. So if you're trying to figure out what it is that you want to do, as I said, come back to what makes you curious. What do you follow? Who do you follow that makes you just kind of like, oh, I want to give that a try. Perhaps it's brush lettering. Maybe it's essential oils. Maybe it's being a florist. Maybe it's fucking I don't know, drawing digital drawings. It could be anything, whatever you are kind of curious about. So I want you to sit down, have a bubble in the center of the page and go, what am I curious about? And then shooting out from that bubble is a bunch of arrows. And I just want you to write down all the bits and pieces that make you kind of interested in something. What could you do for hours on end and lose time doing? What is it that when you're at work, you're like, oh, I wish I was doing this instead. And again, you might not know what that is just yet. So then thing that we need to do is an experiment and play and try and go to workshops you know one-off workshops ask other people how they did things and get curious and start going and playing and figuring out what it is you actually fucking like maybe you're really into baking maybe you're really into brewing your own beer like who knows anything the world is your fucking oyster right so you've got this piece of paper You've got in the center of the paper, what am I curious about? And you've got all these arrows shooting out with a whole bunch of different things you kind of want to give a, give a try. The next step from there is to go out and try the fucking thing, right? So if you've got candle making on there, go book yourself into a candle making workshop. If you've got singing, go and take some singing lessons or join a group or join a choir. If you've got acting, then go to some acting classes. Like There are so many fucking options and we're blessed to live in a day and age where we have so many of these options around us. There are people work, uh, running workshops for fucking everything in the world. So it is not hard to get into a classroom a workshop to try something that you are interested in now you might already have a skill and you can definitely go through that this is go for it this is more if you are wanting to start a side hustle and you don't even know where to fucking begin so we've followed our curiosity we've written down all the things that light us up and we're going to go and do a workshop or go start experimenting with the thing and just have a play one of my beautiful coaching clients decided that she wanted to have a, a side hustle and she couldn't figure out what she wanted to do So we did this bubble, you know, what am I curious about? She wrote a whole bunch of stuff around it. And through just writing it down, she had this little brain fart pop up and go, oh my God, actually, I'd really love to draw or design some earrings or something like that. So she went off and just fucking did it. And this is the thing, guys, when you hit the idea, you're going to be so motivated and so inspired by it and so excited that you're probably going to go out and buy the stuff that you need to do it fucking immediately because you're going to be so excited about it and that is a great place to start because you are excited you're motivated you're inspired and you're ready to give it a play now if it is a brand new skill for you you're going to have to be patient you're going to have to take your time figuring it out you're going to have to take a while to get good at it or you might be naturally really fucking great at it which is amazing and even more of a sign that you're on the right path but just because you're not naturally good at it to start with does not mean that it's not for you um what's that (laughs) that quote is like uh, hard work pays when talent doesn't pay or something anyway I probably butchered the fuck out of that but you know what I mean Uh, we just want to put some hard work in and put some action and effort in so we've done our curiosity bubble we've taken some action we've started to go and implement the thing now fast forward to a time where you feel quite competent in this you feel like you're able to provide a service or a product or value to an audience so what do we do next we start fucking doing the thing. We start offering it. Now, generally speaking, I don't encourage people to do free work unless they are needing to build up a portfolio, get some testimonials, get some clients, just to get them started and see how they like. So when I first started out coaching, I took on two uh, coaching clients for free because I wanted to get experience with them to see if I really liked it as well, to be completely honest. And you could do something for a couple of months, then try to monetize it or turn it into a side hustle and realize that you don't actually want to. And that's totally fucking fine again. Back to the drawing board, back to curiosity 
curiosity bubble. Um, but I did, I did that for free because I wanted to test it and see if I liked it. And to be completely honest, I didn't to start with. I had a great, I had two beautiful clients. They were amazing. Um, you know, they really enjoyed the experience with me, but I didn't feel like I was ready to go out there and share my knowledge with the world. So I didn't actually end up start coaching again till a year after that. So it actually took quite a long time to come back to it, which is totally fine. And I'm glad that it worked out the way it did. Um, but back to the free the free work element. So when we are working for free, it is to build portfolio, to gain confidence, to get clients, but you don't want to be working for free for ages. The thing is, if you have a skill that somebody else does not have, then they are paying you for something that they don't have. They are paying you to be a photographer because they don't have the camera skills and they don't have a camera. That's what they're paying for you paying you for if you are a copywriter or a VA or you do anything you know digital wise branding marketing all that kind of stuff people pay you because you know something they do not know we pay for convenience we pay for experience so we must pay at some point when you're starting out start at low that's totally fine you can have introductory rates and I'll chat to you guys in another podcast about pricing things up but just start with introductory rates and and whatever feels good for you just tune into your gut and go what feels like a good introductory rate for me don't compare it to other people don't ask your fucking mum because mum doesn't know shit about pricing up a new photography business. She doesn't know what's going on, so don't ask her. Um, Just trust into your gut and figure out what feels like a good amount to charge. Put it out there into the world and start to get those beginning clients. So when we have a side hustle, when do we know is the time to transfer it over into full-time work? That's the hardest point to figure out. I'm going to say straight up that you are never going to feel ready to do it. You are never going to feel ready to do it. There will probably be a moment or like a a light bulb goes off. You have a really shit day at work and you like throw the towel and you're like, fuck it. I just want to go for it. Uh, But you're still not going to feel ready. You're going to feel excited and you're going to feel at the edge of your tether and be like, fuck it. I need to do something different. I want to give this a shot. But... I honestly don't think anyone ever feels ready to do it. Similar to having children, right? People say they're never ready for children. Like, are you ever ready for children or a side hustle to start? Probably not. So you have to take the leap and fucking do it. But here are a few things that you should do before you decide to take the leap. First things first, you must ensure that you have enough money and financial stability to do your side hustle for a couple of months under the premise that you will not get paid. So having three to six months worth of wages put aside so that you are able to support yourself without any finances coming in is a great way to start because you're not going to put any financial pressure on the side hustle having to take off immediately because it probably won't. It is a steady growth. It's not an immediate overnight thing. Sometimes it is. It can be an overnight thing, which isn't always good because if you're not prepared for it then you can get inundated and like way more stressed in the long run but it's not likely that you're going to have a thousand sales in your first week so be prepared financially um, so your rent is covered you got you know you can pay your bills you can still enjoy your life because you don't want your side hustle that is becoming your full-time job to drain you and make you feel like absolute fucking shit that's not the point of being your own boss it's supposed to be fun so ensuring that you've still got money to go out with your friends go to the movies have takeaway during the week and all of that so make sure that your finances are in order Second, we want to maybe not rip the band-aid straight away, right? So what I did when I left my full-time job and decided to take uh, photography full-time was, well, not even full-time, I decided to take it more seriously because I was starting to get a lot busier. I'd already got a, a nice little steady client base. I was working a lot on the weekends and it got to a point where something had to shift because I couldn't keep keep up with it. And I was actually turning photography work down because I was so tired from my regular job. So what I did was I applied for a part-time job instead, teaching dance and running events for another 
dance studio as well. So I decided to just work part-time instead so that I had half the hours cut down and I could focus on the photography in the other time as well, which was really helpful because again, it, it gave me that financial stability. I didn't have to put too much pressure on photography and I allowed it to kind of blossom on its own without putting too much financial pressure on it. And then progressively over time, I started removing elements from my other jobs, my, my muggle jobs, I like to call them. And I stopped teaching dance and eventually got rid of the events job and then went into full-time photography. So it was definitely a long process, guys, from quitting the full-time job to giving the side hustle a proper fucking go full-time was around a two and a half year process. So people always think it's like an overnight success. You're like, oh my God, you just made all this money so quickly. And it's not the fucking case. You know, there's a lot that went on between there. There was a lot of self-doubt. There was a lot of people telling me it was a fucking terrible idea. Um, A lot of sleepless nights, a lot of money worries, but it all came through in the end because I trusted that it would and that's such a huge part of this is the trust and the surrender piece that things will always work out right if the side hustle after months and months doesn't work out you always know you know how to apply for a job you've had a job before you can get a job again a lot of us are very lucky to live near our parents or near friends who could put us up if god forbid we ran out of money and the side hustle failed and we had to fucking sell our cat i don't know some you know <laughs> worst case whatever worst case scenario is playing out in your head knowing that as humans we are resilient and we're fucking innovative and we're clever right we will find ways to make shit work you can always earn more money you can always go back to a stable job you've done it before you can do it again so there's a lot of faith and surrender and trust that the side hustle will work out and if not we come back to the drawing board and we start again And I want to just say on that, that just because some element of your side hustle didn't work or the whole thing didn't work does not mean you're a fucking failure. It means you come back and you start again. It is so rare that the first idea that you have will take off. Guys, when I wanted to become a photographer, I got into homewares. I started printing travel photos on fucking cushions. Like, did that go well? Absolutely not. Like, absolutely not. I had all these spare cushions, all this product left over. And I was like, yep, that did not work. Back to the drawing board and started again. Does that mean I failed? No. It simply gave me the opportunity to go down one route, experiment with it, come back, change, tweak, and try again. And that is what I have done in the entire experience of my business is come back to the drawing board, tweak, try again, go down another route. So you're going to have to get used to what you perceive as failure. You're going to have to get used to dead ends. You're going to have to get used to changing it up you're going to have to get used to pivoting innovating and trying different fucking things and not getting hard on yourself when something doesn't work out it is totally fine if something doesn't work out so many major businesses in this world particularly product-based services you know would have had so many different business ideas that flopped a hundred hundred times right but the difference is that they got up and they kept trying again now I believe that anyone can start a side hustle if they have the desire to do so but not everyone has persistence not everyone has consistency and not everyone is resilient either and that can be a really really hard truth and a hard pill to swallow but it's just just being honest with you guys you must be resistant in this in this world of entrepreneurship of you owning your own business you must have a thick skin and the only way you get a thick skin is by getting hurt and building it up again and you know going through the the awkward experience of refunds or going through the experience of reaching dead ends or going through the experience of people not wanting to buy into your service and it's all just part of this crazy wild amazing experience of being an entrepreneur being somebody who takes their side hustle from part-time just casual to full-time um so 
back to the kind of like coming back to what I said before is try not to rip that band-aid straight away give yourself a little bit of grace take on a part-time job but also when you do take on that part-time job or some casual work make sure that you're still prioritizing that side hustle because that's why you've left the full-time job you've left it so that you can prioritize the side hustle and that was a little mistake that I made was I took on all this part-time work because I was so nervous that the photography wouldn't kick off that I ended up doing more hours than I was doing in my full-time job which was so frustrating because I still was getting a lot of photography stuff in but I had no downtime I was burnt the fuck out my body was literally collapsing underneath me my skin broke out in the worst psoriasis rashes I've ever had in my life it was fucking awful um so what I'm saying is if you do get that side little side job while you're figuring out the side hustle a part-time a casual bit of cash in your pocket making sure that that doesn't take over what you're trying to do, that that doesn't become the priority. I would also really encourage if you're going into a part-time job to try and find it that's something close to your industry, particularly if you're a creative person, try and get a part-time job in another creative industry because you're going to feel invigorated. You're going to feel like you're on the right path. It's going to help you as well. You never know what doors open when you work in a creative space. It may, you know, you could go work at like a prop studio or something like that um, and then be invited to do some photography work. You never know what can happen. So I'd really encourage you to go into to a similar industry uh, that that marries and kind of like uh, enhances what's the word I'm looking to accompanies accompanies what you're already doing in your side hustle so when you eventually take that leap and you rip the band-aid and you're like fuck it I'm going all in I'm just going to give this a go now what's going to happen is you're going to shit yourself B going to have a lot of people tell you that it's a bad fucking idea don't listen to those people um, you're going to just feel really like I don't want to do it right I don't want to do it I'm scared I'm scared I'm scared then you're going to rip the band-aid you're going to do it and you're going to get to the other side and be kind of like underwhelmed because there's not really much on that other side and that's the cool thing because it's uncharted waters you don't know what's going on on the other side and it's all new and fresh and it's actually surprisingly very quiet the world did not burn down you did not get kicked out of your house and unable to pay your rent and have to take to the streets living homelessly like there is that even a word I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) the worst case scenario that you've come up in your head is so fucking unlikely to happen. It is so unlikely. I had to kind of barter with myself before before I decided to take this full time and had to kind of like have that chat with myself, be like, all right, what's the worst case scenario? Can't pay my rent. Okay, what's so bad about that? I have to move home. Okay, what's so bad about that? I'm going to be at home till I'm 50 and nobody's going to love me and no one's going to marry me and you end up in this full crazy fucking, you know, cycle of thought. But the likelihood of your worst case scenario is so unlikely. And as I said before, humans are resilient. We're innovative. We will find ways to make money. So it's actually really underwhelming when you finally take a leap and you go into it, you're going to wake up on the day that you're not working your full-time job or any of your jobs anymore and you've just got your side hustle you're going to wake up on that Monday and go holy shit this is a lot quieter than I thought it was going to be I thought that there was going to be a bigger deal I thought there was going to be a fanfare I thought there was going to be something that happened but it is kind of lonely to be completely honest guys when you're on that other side of entrepreneurship you've taken the leap and you're doing something that not everybody in this world would do like so many people know what it's like to go for a job interview get the job have the job quit the job upgrade at the job do you know what I mean everyone knows what that a lot of you know all of us know what that feels like but to leave a job and take a full take your side hustle full-time is very very lonesome because you're not going to know a lot of people who are who are doing the same thing so that's why we can't really go to a go for them 
go to those people for advice because they don't know they don't they've never been down that path so they can't give you advice like you wouldn't take directions for someone who hasn't been somewhere before so why would you take advice from people in this scenario so you it can feel very lonesome on the other side of entrepreneurship but it's so fucking powerful it's so rewarding it is so incredible when you get that first client when you send your biggest invoice and it gets approved when that money comes into your account when you see the final result when you get a testimonial and a referral and all of that is so fucking worth the loneliness and the and this you know that scared mindset that fear is so fucking worth it on the other side because you are doing something that matters to you you are doing something that lights you the fuck up and you know that there's going to be trials and tribulations throughout this whole experience but at the end of the day you get to wake up every day and do what you love doing and there is so much fucking power in that guys we are only on this earth for such a short amount of time so we must take the leap of faith we must take it and just give it the give it a shot what have you got to lose literally give it a fucking shot give it a try so many people that I know who want to do side hustles or you know quit their job or whatever they you know they say to me I can't do it I can't do it I can't do it these people don't have children they don't have mortgages they don't have crazy debt they've got nothing behind them and they're not prepared to take the leap and I know other people who have got mortgages children full-time jobs huge responsibilities who just take the leap because they want to fucking choose differently so there's really not an excuse there are people who are worse off than you making the decision to to live their fucking best life and there are people who are better off than you who are making the same decision so what's your fucking excuse getting a bit sassy here What is your fucking excuse? Just give it a go. I know it is scary. I know those first few weeks are quiet and they can feel really uncomfortable and having space in your calendar can feel so icky and like, who am I when I'm not super busy? Who the fuck am I when I don't have a million things to do and I can't fall back on, I'm so tired and I'm so busy. Who the fuck are you when you don't have those excuses to fall on? It's scary. It's a bit of a death of an old personality and it's going to feel really weird. I remember the first week that I wasn't working my full-time job, I woke up on the Monday and I was like, holy shit. I don't know what to do with my time. What does my day look like? I was trying to fill out my calendar with activities because I just needed some kind of security, you know, in my brain of it's okay, we're busy. This was a good decision. And I had to message my old dance coach and be like, what the fuck am I doing? And she said to me, Gab, enjoy this downtime. Enjoy it because before you know it, you're going to be so fucking busy wishing that you enjoyed this time. And she was so right. Within a couple of months, I was so busy and run off my feet, like more than I'd ever been in the full-time job. And I was regretting not enjoying that quiet time at the start of the business. Um, You know, businesses do ebb and flow. You're going to have periods of time where you've got quieter, you know, quieter periods, like usually in January and February are quite quiet periods in the photography realm at least. Um, And there's going to be quiet times, but just embrace those quiet times embrace the downtime to get systems in place to get emails set up and websites and all of that kind of bits and pieces stuff that you're not going to have time to do when you're actually in the hustle doing the actual thing that you're providing the service or product for enjoy the space don't be scared of it Uh, space is amazing because that's when your best ideas drop in as well you know when you're in the shower or when you're just having to drive to nowhere in particular and there's that's when the best ideas drop in embrace that embrace the space because you're not going to be able to have banging ideas drop in when you are constantly fucking busy Um, so I just wanted to let you guys know that it is totally fine totally safe to have space in your calendar in fact it is brilliant to have space in your calendar particularly as an entrepreneur and I encourage all of my my coaching clients to literally add space into their calendar like schedule it into their busy calendars because they know that downtime is where the brightest fucking ideas come through So I hope that helps you guys today in how to find something to do for a side hustle, how to 
how to transition into making it full-time, what you can expect. Uh, If you have any questions or you'd love me to elaborate more on this, then please do just send me an Instagram DM. I love hearing from you guys, so please do shoot me a DM on uh, Instagram. Um, I am now on iTunes as well, which is very exciting. So if you're listening on iTunes, a review would be so lovingly appreciated uh, to help more people experience the podcast and, and implement some change into their life. So reviews are always so fucking welcome and tags on Instagram are the absolute tits. So please keep them coming. I do love hearing from you guys. Uh, Good luck with your side hustles. Good luck finding your curiosity and your passion from your curiosity. And I can't wait to chat to you guys next week.